Let's fly down the five. Destination, Pachunga Arena. Everything San Diego goals. And the American Hockey League, right now on Goals Report. Welcome to Goals Report here on Duck Stream. Joined by Andy Zilch, the voice of the San Diego Gulls. I'm Alexis Downey. Andy, how has your week been going? Hey, it's uh, good when it starts off uh, with a 7 to nothing stomping to the Vegas organization. I really enjoyed my night Tuesday, and <laughs> we're looking forward to more here coming this weekend. And you know, that was a really big bounce-back win for the team. Uh, how was the team able to rally together so well in that win? Well, it was a combination of a lot of things. I mean, uh, you know, it was kind of the the team was bursting at the seams and just waiting to explode offensively. And there's just so much talent on this team. And, you know, when I watched them over the past week and a half, like it was it was frustrating because obviously they're not scoring. And, you know, obviously you want to see the goals score, but mm-hmm. it's frustrating because I, I knew that they had the capabilities of scoring and, and not losing those games and they're having tough breaks. And, you know, I felt for the players because I think that they deserved better, but sometimes that's the game of hockey and you don't get sometimes those breaks that, that are awarded to you. And uh, they take full advantage of every single opportunity that was awarded to them in Henderson. And then it showed, you know, you, you put up seven goals, and then on the flip side of that, you can't negate the fact that Dostal put up a shutout. He's been playing really good for about two weeks now, mm-hmm. and uh, you kind of knew that that was coming from the goals netminder. So I was really happy to see him get the shutout on the flip side of that. His first shutout this season, 28 saves on that, and his fifth career AHL shutout. I mean, I feel like we talk about him every week, but that really is rewarding to see him get that. Yeah, and we talk about him every week, right? Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think when we kickstarted this about a month ago now, we've been doing this for a month. Uh, I, I said he's one of the best goalies in the AHL, if not the best one. And I'm going to s- talk about that till it's March and prove everybody that uh, that that is a true statement. And he will do that in the meantime as well with his play down here, and you know maybe get a sniff in the NHL every now and then, hopefully this year. And uh, you know we'll see what the sky is for the limit uh, for him. But uh, he he really has uh, started to perform to where his true self is. And that came in Abbotsford when he saw over 40 shots and uh, the team won in a shootout. And we're like, all right, you know that he was making some big time saves in those games and it carried over to, you know, his next start. And then of course in Henderson. So uh, I think uh, he's ready and his team in front of him is ready too. you know, that's the other Mm -hmm. thing too. Like a lot of the defensemen and a lot of the players, have said, you know, we haven't really helped him out lately, you know, in those starts that he got pulled, but now we are, and and now he's making those big saves to bail us out every now and then. Now, another thing from that game, it was the first professional goal for Drew Hellison, and he's a name that we just talked about. The Ducks traded Josh Manson to the Avalanche for Drew Hellison back in March, so great to see him get his first goal for sure. Yeah, and, uh, you know, in talking with him, uh, he he's not a guy who really cares about the statistics. He cares about, you know, making sure that the play's secure in his own zone and he's helping out around the mouth of the net. And if it comes up ice, then great. But, you know, it's the team, it's the win. And that's pretty cool for for a young defenseman. And when you hear a younger guy talk about that, uh, it means a lot. But he's also happy, I think, just to to make sure that he's able to get that and then hope it snowballs moving forward. But you know, it was, a, it was a good play, and uh, mm-hmm. he saw a seam and opened it up even further, and he's got a good release. So, I, And I, I think that that's going to translate to more goals down the road. 
Here's O'Regan fighting through center up to Lopina. Skates in. He's got Regenda with him. He'll pull back, find Hellison, shoots, scores! Drew Hellison, first goal as a professional. Grab the puck, he extends the goals, lead 3-0. Another area of success right now for the team is their penalty kill, 86% on that. You know, that's an area here in Anaheim the Ducks are looking to improve this season up to this point. But what have the Gulls been doing that's been making them so successful on the PK? I think it's a little bit of goaltending, first of all. And that's not just Ostal, but that's Ole Eriksson Ek. And then the the killers themselves have done a great job. And when you're when you have a great kill like the Gulls do right now, and I believe that they've only allowed one power play goal in the past two and a half weeks. And uh, that means that guys are blocking shots. They've been really good in the face-off circles. I mean, if you win that first face-off and you clear it down the ice, you've already killed at least 15 to 20 seconds off a penalty. So uh, they're doing the right things. And uh, they're also impeding the team's progress into the offensive zone. You know, it's really tough for teams to find it. And once they cross the blue line, they're smothered or they can't even get to the blue line or if they dump and chase the galls or to the boards quickly. So I think it's just a, a revolving cycle of everybody doing the right thing. And technically the galls have three lines that they're rolling on the penalty kill. So mm-hmm. there's no tired bodies. And mm-hmm. I think that's another thing too, is you got really good players that have great agility, great speed. And then if you keep them fresh, mm-hmm. the other team just can't keep up. It was a good way to come out of a slump. Um, we, we knew it was there. I mean, you know, I, I, kind of been talking about it that uh, we've been actually doing a lot of good things you know like cleaned up our D zone and the neutral zone and started to get a little offense we were getting good looks and we ran into hot goaltenders and uh, tonight the floodgates opened for us thank God. <laughs> what does this mean for a team like this uh, to get up a seven spot? Well uh, you know I, I think it's good for their confidence I think practices are going to be better um, it just kind of, you know, shows that we're capable of scoring goals. We have goals in that room. We just weren't seeing them. And, you know, now maybe guys won't be gripping their sticks so tight and, and uh, you know, start letting it fly. And at the same token, Dostal gets a shutout. Yeah, that's even better. You know, it, you know I got to give the guys a lot of credit. Came down at the end and, you know, they got in front of some pucks and, you know, continue to work on it. They, they weren't cheating and trying to get goals, and they were working for their goaltender, which was good to see. When you look at the standings, I, I know that's something you guys probably don't do, but it was Henderson and then us, the San Diego Gulls. Does a win like this kind of prove that you guys don't belong in the bottom of the standings? Yeah, I, you know, I think so. You know, like I said, we've been playing pretty good hockey. We just weren't getting rewarded with any wins, you know, and, and if you play the right way, and it's sooner or later it's going to turn around, and hopefully tonight that's what happened. Another name that I want to talk about, Jacob Perot. He's found success recently, three points in the last four games. Uh, why has he been so productive? Well, he uh, <laughs> he has a nose for the net. And I laugh <laughs> when I say that because the game in Henderson, uh, he was coming from behind the net. and He kind of started to fade away towards the boards in the corner. And he was right along the goal line. And he just decided to pick a corner and scored. And I think I was the only one in the arena that realized the puck went in because Mm. he snapped it over the shoulder of Laurent Brossois, who's down on a conditioning horn from Vegas. Mm -hmm. 
So he snapped it over his shoulder and it hit off the net so hard that it bounced right back out. Well, people thought it hit either the side of the net or the post, but every golf player put their hand in the air. The ref did see it. He motioned. And then everyone kind of got their wits about him and said, oh, that went in. So uh, just the the fact that he has such creativity at times, I I really enjoy it. And it's good to see him come into some success here recently after having a slow start. Another name in Rocco Grimaldi is averaging over a point per game right now. I mean, how much does he mean to this this team? Well, it's uh, a lot, actually. It's it's leadership. You know, he's. Mm -hmm a guy who's done a lot in his career and he's still got a lot of runway left. But uh, I think it's also too, just the fact that he is probably the quickest AHL player. So it's really tough for teams to get a tab on him. And uh, he had a goal. This is probably about a week ago. I think it was in Bakersfield. Uh, But Daniel Regan saw him cutting across the ice and Regan's great playmaker. And he realized, all right, you know, I got one of the quickest wingers in the league and the defense is kind of sleeping right now. Mm -hmm. So he just chucked it in his direction. Grimaldi picked it up and went in and scored. So if you give this guy an inch, he's going to take a foot. You know, it's Mm -hmm. uh, it's something that he's really excelled at. And uh, he's got great vision and the power play is a big asset of his where, you know, he's got guys that he can deal to and then he can also score at will in the process. So if you give him the space, that's why the Gauls are so sneaky good, is they're going to take advantage of it in a quick hurry. A lot due to him. Holderman delaying on the boards. Down low to Grimaldi at the hash marks. He's centered. No one's home. And it finds Kirkland back to Grimaldi. Shoots. Scores! Six to nothing. Kirkland fed it across the ice to Grimaldi, and it's a four-point night for Rocco. A goal and three assists. Well, one last name that I definitely want to note. It was a big night for Pavel Regenda on Wednesday night here in Anaheim, netting his first NHL goal. We were very excited to see him get called up and then be successful in our game. Yeah, he uh, actually was funny because right when the game got done in Henderson, he did not enjoy the five-hour bus ride. uh, (laughs) Uh, He got the call to the NHL, but uh, he put uh, some fruitful time here in the AHL and in his time here, you know, for his sake, hopefully he he doesn't sniff back down here. But, you know, we all do know that there is some development that needs to be done with some players. And sometimes the AHL isn't the best route. But, you know, obviously scoring the very next night in the NHL is going to make mm-hmm. a good case for you to stick up there with the Ducks. So <laughs> it's uh, it's really good to see him just work hard. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's got a good smile on his face, a good way about him. And he didn't moan and groan when he came down here, too. You know, that's one thing that some younger players might do is, you know, throw their hands up and say, well, now I'm in the AHL. Well, he went out there and he produced offensively in every single game that he competed in. He was on the score sheet. He was effective in the corners. And then he gets the call right back up. So good job on him. I was, I was really impressed with what he did with his time here. Speaking of the road, how has the travel been so far this season? Well, it's uh, it's an NHL schedule right now, mm-hmm. and it's an NHL schedule with AHL work responsibilities and AHL travel. So it's uh, <laughs> got kind of tough, you know, here early. And I'm I hate to say this, but I'm kind of actually looking forward to the week of Thanksgiving and then the mm-hmm. second week of December when we actually don't have a midweek game because all of our midweek games lately have been travel. So mm-hmm. we're either flying somewhere or it's a long bus ride and. Uh, it's it's really been a lot, and that's good, though, because it uh, keeps the team on it. And when they get on a roll, if you play a lot of games in a consecutive manner, 
you're going to take those wins and, and rise up the standings real quick. And that's what Coach Sommer thinks this team's going to get ready to do. Well, looking ahead to this weekend, the team is at home against the Bakersfield Condors on Friday night. It's also Military Appreciation Night. Is the group doing anything special and to honor the evening? Yeah, we got a lot going on, actually. Uh, it, it gets kick-started with uh, the first 7,000 fans that enter the arena. They get a free Gauls camo hat, mm. and uh, it's brought to you by Indian Motorcycle of San Diego. It looks really sharp. I believe the photo is on our website. If not, it's definitely on our social media. The players will also wear specialty-themed jerseys. Those are going to be available for a raffle during the game, and that's a $5. It's actually a 5 or $10 raffle. And then there's specialty pucks that we're going to have, and it's, uh, it's kind of like a, a surprise puck is what it's going to be classified at. And you're going to have different autographs for – different pucks and you don't know which one's which <laughs> and you know hopefully you can pick your favorite player on that one so those are some of the festivities that we're going to have and uh we also donated tickets too we donated over 1500 tickets to military around the area and, oh, you know that yeah. encompasses all the bases here in san diego the uso we're really happy to extend a helping hand to those and, and that actually with that total for this game that reaches 20,000 tickets that we've donated for military appreciation nights in our history here. Oh, that's awesome. That That's really great to hear. And I know that uh, if anyone is looking to see the jerseys early, I saw just about an hour ago from this recording that you guys put them out on your Twitter page. So you can check them out there before you see them on the ice too. How sharp do those look? They look great. They they look really great. I, I love the the American flag on the top on the sleeve. I think it looks really cool. You know, and that's one thing, too, that uh, if, if fans that are listening in from Anaheim, if you're familiar, if you're unfamiliar, every year we do something different. Uh, we, we keep it fresh. We had the snow camo one year. We had the red, white, and blue another year. We always keep it different. So it's, uh, it, it's something that I really enjoy that our marketing team does a really good job at, you know, because you don't want stuff like that to go stale and mm -hmm. have the same look year after year. I think we've done an excellent job to keep it fresh. And I don't know. I think this year might be my favorite, actually. <laughs> Andy Zilch, great to have you join me here on Gulls Report. As always, enjoy the games this weekend and get some rest, too, with that crazy schedule. No, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Stream.